You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G Network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. This is the moment you've all been waiting for. (laughs) That's right. We are so excited to finally bring you the Bella Boys birth stories. (laughs) All right, here we go. Happy Hump Day, Bella Army. I'm Bree. And I'm Nicole. And this is the Bella's Podcast. And thank you, Bella Army, for your patience. We know it's been a month, but today we're bringing you all the intimate details from bringing Buddy and Mateo into this world. Oh, that is right. Plus, my first month is a new mom. So you know what that means. It's time for opening up. So let's pop that bottle. Well, you know, I'm actually very excited to pop this bottle legit <laughs> we actually get to drink alcohol this is our first podcast we're recording that we can drink i mean pump and dump really baby <laughs> so it only makes sense that we have to because we finally actually not gonna have it we have to do some bonita bonita rosé i mean just think we bottled this rosé and we never got to try it never gonna try it like this is like christmas day for me well, cheers, sister. Cheers to you, you new mommy. That is right. And you second time mommy? I don't yeah. know. I don't know if you guys have nicknames. Second time mommy. And you know what? I bet all our listeners are so excited to hear you keep saying, well, because I'm a mom, because I know you're going to start saying that. <laughs> you guys, if you play that drinking game with us, you may get pretty drunk because I do think I might turn into a Brie and say some things like, Because I'm a mom. (laughs) Honestly, I know. Because you guys, we are so excited to finally talk to you all. Finally. Honestly, thank you so much for dealing with us on maternity leave. Nikki and I. Yeah, we just really wanted to take a month off. And, you know, Nicole's going to tell you everything about life as a new mom and me just adjusting to two kids. I can't believe I like say now I have kids. It's so crazy. But those four weeks were really needed. and They were. And, you know, we also... 
want to give a shout out to People Magazine because we did an exclusive interview and photo shoot with them and People has always been so good to us. So we wanted them to have the first photos in the first interview and not a lot of people do a photo shoot. Brie, how many days after? We were less than two weeks. Yeah. We were 10 days, 10 days postpartum, but Brie and I wanted to be really real. And when we knew we got the cover, which we were so excited, so make sure to go out and get our people cover. We were excited, but I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm doing the cover of people for the first time, 10 days postpartum. But it is important to always show everyone what postpartum really looks like. I agree. It's not That's a pretty sight, which we're going to tell you all about now. Well, no. You know what I realized? We were glowing. We were definitely glowing. Our boys look so cute. So cute. But it's all the stuff that happens underneath the clothes that isn't so pretty. Oh, yeah. And we were sweating. But, Nicole, where do we start? I mean, we have not talked about, like, in we crazy need... detail about our births. No. Who wants to go first? Because I, I think that I should because my <laughs> water broke before Brie. And if you guys don't know yet, and I'll get to it later, Artem is on Dancing with the Stars, and that has left... Me alone with Mateo, who's right next to me. And because of COVID too, I don't have any help. It's just me. I mean, I do get a little help from Brie and Brian, which they've been amazing. You, yeah, you get help from us. Yeah. But so if you hear baby noises, he's literally in his docketot right next to me. So yeah, well, here's some coups. Well, because my sister is so competitive and beat me to the birthing room, I will let her go in detail about her birth first. I can't believe <laughs> she went in labor before me. Right? But it's very Nikki. Very Nikki. So you know how I've talked before here on the podcast about, you know, because I really wanted a vaginal birth that I was going to probably get induced at 39 weeks. Also, because I, they just, because of my age, the doctors just said 39 weeks um, if Mateo looks good, you know, we can induce you. Well, when I went to the doctor's office with my sister... Well, there, it was one doctor who said about your age, not your doctor in Arizona. No, not my doctor in Arizona. This was um, another, LA my LA doctor. So I kind of always had that plan, right? So Bree and I go together for... You know how we were telling you guys, we always go on Thursdays for our checkups. And my water broke when I was on the table at the doctor's office. And what was crazy is they just started to put like balloons, Bree, in me. And then the nurse was like, uh, doctor, you need to see this. And I'm thinking like, what just happened? All of a sudden, our doctor, who I'm so obsessed with, our doctor here in Phoenix, she's, she's so amazing. incredible, Dr. Decca. She's like, your water broke. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I just never thought I would hear that because we were getting so close and I don't know. So my water broke. Brie was right there. And then she was like, go home, get Artem. You have a few hours till you need to be at the hospital. And I just couldn't believe it was happening. Can I just say what I was going through when this happened really quick? My jaw dropped <laughs> because I, you guys all knew I had been dilating for three weeks. I had lost my mucus plug. I had the whole bloody show. And I was like, I'm literally going in labor any day. And when Nicole's water broke in the doctor's office, I sat there wide open mouth, like no way my sister's beating me to the delivery room. I mean, I'll admit, I was shocked and then so happy that I was beating Brie to the delivery room. <laughs> and it was just like amazing. And it was weird, the sensation of having the water break. It was crazy. Um, and just like, oh, excuse you, Mateo. Are you okay, baby? Hi, Mateo. Hi, Mateo. And then it was just like really amazing calling Artem. And I was like, Artem, I'm on my way home. My water broke. And he's like, no way. And then Brie was like, you need to make sure to eat a meal. And then I'm thinking like, what do you mean eat a meal? Which I barely ate, which I know I should have listened. Mm -hmm. But 
Artem and I kind of gathered stuff, which... They were so flustered, you we guys. We were so flustered. Like, we didn't know what to do. We were walking out. Bree's like, no, you need to take one last photo. That's the last time you're going to have a baby bump, which is like, oh, my gosh. We didn't bring any snacks. We we had nothing. I like, said, eat a big meal because before you know it, once you start everything, everything's going, you realize you, do, you can't eat. Right. And you don't know how long you'll be in labor for, so you can go a full day without eating. Yeah. So I I just couldn't even think. I was just so excited. I couldn't believe that any moment my baby could be here and I could finally meet him. By the way, the day my water breaks, it is 118 degrees in Arizona. 118. The hottest day of the summer. It like had broken records. It was so scorching hot. So we get to the hospital, we get into our room and our room couldn't get colder than 76 degrees. And, you know, some of you that are listening who have been in labor, you know you want a really cold room. So I ended up laboring for 22 hours. And 22 hours and 118 degrees with a room of 76 degrees, that was hot. And because of COVID, you have to always have your mask on. There's just so many rules. Artem and I didn't bring snacks. And why I say that is, Artem, once you're in your room, you're not allowed to leave. And then you could order, like, hospital food, but... If you needed a water, you'd have to order it. Like Artem couldn't just go down the cafeteria to get us stuff and we didn't bring stuff because we just didn't think about it. So made it very interesting. But yeah, 22 hours. And then finally it was ready to start pushing, which that's the craziest when they like call the doctor and they're like, okay, she's about to be dilated. What at a 10? And how many hours was it by, by now? 22. 22 hours when you started pushing. No, 24. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Because Buddy was 22 hours after Mateo. I was 24 hours in labor. So I hit like the 24 hour mark and then it was push time. And it was crazy because I will say pushing is the hardest workout I've ever done my entire life. Mm -hmm. I give it to you moms. I mean, I have been slammed on mats. I have broken my neck. I had played soccer competitively for 13 years. I did competitive track. Nothing is harder than any of that, than my hardest match ever going through a table. (laughs) I mean, I remember thinking like Artem and I had a system. They wanted me to have oxygen, but he'd give me an ice chip. I put the oxygen on and I just like mentally would prep for the next round of pushing. Well, and tell everyone really quick that the crazy part is 24 hours you're in labor with the mask on, but they let you take your mask off the minute you start pushing. Yeah. So when you, so you have to keep the mask on and the whole time you're laboring, you have your mask on. And then you don't take it off till you start pushing. So I pushed two hours straight. And towards the end of that two hours, I kind of hear my doctor say something about a C-section to the nurse. And I was like, what? (laughs) And she's like, you have two more rounds of pushing, but your heart rate and Mateo's heart rate's getting really high. So we have two more rounds of pushing. And then I'm sorry, we're just gonna have to do a C-section. And she's like, maybe it's the meditation music because I was playing meditation music. I looked at Artem, I go, put on the Lumineers. And Artem's like, oh my gosh, I made him blast the Lumineers. You guys, I pushed. I'm shocked that my insides didn't shoot out into my doctor's (laughs) face. I almost ripped the handlebars off. So for some of you who haven't been into labor, there's handlebars. So at times you just do your feet or you use the handlebars to really get a good push. I almost ripped those babies off. (laughs) I pushed so hard. And on that last round, I pushed Mateo out and he came out vaginally. And that was the most incredible feeling ever. Like what was kind of strange is that once I pushed him out, they had to quickly put my mask back on, but then him being put on my chest. Well, Artem cut his cord, his umbilical cord and Artem was so happy. 
And then just him being on my chest and staring at his face. And I hope when, oh, well, you're going to see it on Total Bellas this fall. When he got put on my my chest, I look at Artem and I go, this is a mini Artem. He had so much hair and it was wavy. And you were crying, right? I was crying. I was, I started crying really hard when I had the two rounds of pushing left. My lip was shaking. I was like, <laughs> because I just was, you know, like yeah. I've given so much. It's a lot. And then when Mateo was put on my chest, I started crying. It was so emotional. Well, and Artem one, and I both. And one thing Nicole told me, which I really loved, is she's like, you really pushed your ass off. I mean, you said your butthole felt like you it was going to go flying so off So they you. put, you know, the mirror in front because they knew how competitive Competitive I was getting. <laughs> Literally, my doctor goes, I've never seen someone so competitive wanting to get their baby out vaginally. And like she just said, it tr- like she even was telling Brie. She, she saw your like a change in your eyes. Change in my eyes when I knew I only had two more rounds of pushing. <laughs> I mean, I literally hate hoed and Ophelia my baby into this world. And every day when I breastfeed or whatever, I play Lumineers because it calms them. But they had the mirror in front. And all I remember looking, because they want you to see his head to see how close it is so it makes you push harder and harder. I wasn't even looking at Mateo's head. I was looking at how huge my... Now, I said butthole to the nurse, and the nurse corrected me, and it's rectum. All I could think of (laughs) was... Wait, how'd you say it to the nurse? I was like, what did I say? Oh, I said something about like my yeah. butthole being swollen and she goes, your rectum. And I was like, oh yeah, that's probably how I should say it. <laughs> I swear I'm my age. All I could look at was how huge it was when I pushed. I didn't look at the vagina. I didn't look at Mateo's head. I was looking at that. I had no idea. No one tells you that part. I was like, it looked like a ball because you, you push so hard in that area. When I looked in the mirror, when I was pushing with Bird... Obviously, I didn't push with Buddy, but when I pushed with Bird, I couldn't stop staring just seeing the top of her head come out of my vagina. So I never looked at my butthole. Well, and I would look at his head, of course, too, because it did help. But anyways, yeah, that was pretty shocking. But you guys, Artem was so cute during the whole labor. Oh, my goodness. He was just so sweet and so quiet. And the new one, not to be quiet. Oh, hold Mateo. There you go, baby. Here. And I get where, like... Afterwards, when women are like, you just fall so much more in love with them. Like when they're so attentive like that. And sweet. Yeah. So I was holding on to Mateo so much till the nurse was like, we really need to take him so we could weigh him and clean him up. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let him go. I didn't want anyone to have him. Which is so cute. Yeah. She's, I'm happy that the cameras caught all that because yeah. I was sad that I didn't get to be in the delivery room with you because you were with me with Birdie. Because I, I, I was so I'm just like, You're so tough. And like, I know these sensitive sides to you. So I wanted to see you in those moments because yeah. I've never seen that before. But I'm happy that you filmed it so then I can actually see because I right. want to see you like be vulnerable and cry and hold on to Mateo and yeah. tell they're like, please give us some. Honestly, you know? right? Well, I was really sad. I told Artem when we were driving to the hospital because where doctor's appointments were right by the hospital. And I'm like, I have been doing this every week with Brie. Like, it's so sad that now the moment's here and she's not with us. It like made me super bummed. But before I say more about mine, I think you need to say your labor story because then ours kind of is the same, right? Yeah. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce 
that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm-hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm -hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. 
Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista. And now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this and I can't wait to hear what dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. So now it's my turn. And so Nicole and Artem call me finally. I, I was like waiting just by my phone. Like, when is this little boy coming into the world? Like, I need to know everything. And so they finally called probably a couple hours, right, Nicole, after you gave birth? Yeah. So a couple hours after she gave birth, I finally got to talk to him on the phone. But for me, you know, here I am still pregnant knowing the next day at 9 a.m. I'm going to be having a C-section. But the whole deal for me was if I go in natural labor before my C-section, I could try for VBAC, which is vaginal birth after cesarean. So I literally, you guys, you all knew I was dilating for three weeks. I was dilated at a four. I, gosh, almost a week before lost my mucus plug, had the whole bloody show, which women out there who've delivered, they know what I'm talking about, which is a big sign that, you know, your cervix will be opening up more and that pretty much you feel like any day you'll go into labor. And I didn't, but I kept thinking, well, maybe like in the next hour or maybe in the next hour. But by the nighttime, I realized like, Brie, you have to accept that you're walking into the surgery room. And, you know, for me, this pregnancy was like, you know, whatever happens, happens. Um, I wasn't going to hold myself to really wanting something. I'm just like, it would be amazing to try for a VBAC. But if it doesn't happen, as long as this baby comes into the world safe, then whatever happens, happens. I will admit, I went to bed that night and had a little bit of anxiety just to know I'd be so alert walking to a surgery room. So that was a little weird for me. So 
I went to sleep, woke up the next morning and I was like, I looked up Brian. I'm like, all right, here we go. Um, we need to go to the hospital to have this baby. And it was really cute because when I was leaving, Brody's like, wait, you're going to be gone from me for two days and you come back with a baby. And I remember She's she's so cute. And I just remember being so like sad because I was like, whoa, this is my last time with Birdie and a family of three. When I come back to this house, I'll be with another child. She's not my only child. It was just, that was weighing on me. So I was a little emotional in the car, but we get to the hospital at 7am. And when we go to check in, I'm like, so where's my sister? Where's this? Where, you know, and they're like, well, your sister's on this floor in this room, but you can't see her right now um, because of all the COVID rules. And I was like, ah, so they put me into a prep room and Nicole literally was, I think 20 rooms down from me where I was getting prepped for um, the cesarean. But I, I'll tell you, like, I have never been that alert before. So you're getting prepped and all this stuff's going through my head. Like, all right, so I'm going to meet my baby in like an hour, hour and a half just crazy. So they stroll me to the room. It happens to be the room that I'm having my C-section in is the room that I had my emergency C-section with Birdie. So Birdie and Buddy were actually born in the same room, which is just... That is so cute so, and amazing. Yeah. But you know what's so funny? I go, this is where I had my C-section. They're like, yeah. I'm like, I don't remember this. Well, you were so out I of it. I was so out of so it. bad for you then. But, but you know, for all you women out there who know what it's like to walk into a C-section, it is a little scary. Like, you know, you lay down, you, well, first you get your epidural, which is a little scary. And then you lay down and the curtain goes up in front of your face. And I remember when I told them, I go, I think I can still feel stuff. And they're like, I don't think you can. And they did a couple tests, but you know, you just get nervous that your stomach's going to be cut open and you're going to feel it all. So then boom, have the C-section all goes down. And then when he, the baby comes out, because you know, Brian and I were having a surprise. They're like, okay, Brian, we're going to pull down the curtain and <laughs> we're going to let you look at, you know, the private part and announce it to the whole surgery room. So baby comes out, the curtain goes down and Brian's face. And I'm like, you know, like looking at him, like, what is it? And he's like, oh my gosh, it's a boy. Aww. You guys, I kept going back and forth, boy or girl, boy or girl. And I just couldn't think. And then there for a while I was like, I, I'm totally having a girl. Yeah. I thought so too. Yeah. Towards the end. And but then Brian, I had the boy dreams. Brian kept thinking, oh, we're having a girl until that morning. Brian, right before he walked in the surgery room, Brian all of a sudden was like, well, we're having a boy. He just got this feeling. And we kind of felt like we knew Buddy's name, but the girl name, I really wanted Branch. Brian really wanted Blossom. So we couldn't decide on a girl's name. And he he felt that was weird. And so he was like, I think we're having a boy. But when Brian saw the cute little wiener hanging out, he was just oh like... Gosh. You know, we just couldn't believe it. He and I were just like overwhelmed, just with so much joy. And then Brian, so we leave the surgery room. And of course, my family's all wondering. So we go back to like the recovery room and my whole family is waiting because everyone wants to know, is it a boy or a girl? And Brian's like, well, just wait. I'll, we'll FaceTime you guys. How long did he make you all wait? He made us wait like, oh my gosh, I feel like an hour. I mean, how awful. It was, I'm like, I literally, I'm going to go start walking these halls in the hospital to go see what my sister has. Yeah, but it was fun. That but it was fun. The, yeah. The FaceTime surprise yeah. was cool. And it was, you know, you guys, he came out and when I saw him, I go, that's Brian's identical twin. I'm like, 
another Viking baby, another baby that looks exactly like yeah. Brian. <laughs> Both are boys. They they're such daddy boys. Like I see. There's similarities to you and I. There's certain angles yeah. they have that I'm like, whoa, that's us. Totally. And to be honest, there's times where I saw a picture. I'm like, oh, is that Buddy? And then my mom's like, that's Mateo. And I was like, whoa, the angles. There's certain yes, angles certain that angles. even Buddy and Mateo look alike. And so I'm kind of like, I wonder the older they get, they'll look more alike. But Mateo and Buddy's coloring is the same. Now, Buddy is a lot bigger than Mateo because Buddy at birth, and you guys won't even believe this. So when he came out and they weighed him, he weighed just about nine pounds. So he was eight pounds, 14 ounces. And Bird, you know, was nine pounds. His head, now I couldn't push Birdie out because how big her head was. His head was a little bigger than Birdie's. So they said if I would have went to natural labor and tried to push him out, I wouldn't have been able to have pushed him out. So I would have ended up in emergency C-section. So I think, you know, the angels were on my side mm-hmm. and they're like, we're not having her go through it all again. Honestly. But yeah, another monster baby came out of me, but so cute. And you guys, Aww. Buddy is the sweetest, calmest He's baby. so sweet. I can't believe how just sweet he is. He's so sweet. My Mateo is so feisty and strong. I definitely think I have a very strong athlete on my hands, but very strong-willed. And I mean, he's a lot like his daddy and I. Like, Artem's very strong-willed in some ways, and I'm a firecracker. And I already see it with Mateo. It's he's going to be the type, but he's going to like be time and tail out when they grow up. Like, calm down, Mateo. It's okay, Mateo. Totally. (laughs) I'm like. Oh my gosh. I mean, it just, it, it's, it's just wild how you could already start to see personalities. It's true. And so then we finally get back to like the room that you'll end up staying in. And so right now with COVID, if you have a vaginal birth, you only get to be at the hospital 24 hours. Yeah. It's crazy. If you have a C-section 48 hours. Now, usually it's like two to three days for vaginal and then like five days for a C-section. So they're trying to get everyone in and out, which is pretty crazy. But how about, so they put me in my room. And they go, you won't believe who's next door to you. And I was like, is Nicole next door? And they're like, yeah, your sister's next door. The nurses were all tripping out, huh, Nicole? I mean, they couldn't believe it. They're like, because it, whatever nurse we had was were helping both. They were doing, you know, the rooms right. next door to each other. Well, And what was crazy is that when Nicole went into labor, they had so many women going to labor that they were jam-packed. You guys, so Artem and I through the night, because I was just still laboring, we would hear so many screams and Artem and I would look at each other like jaws dropped. I'm like, is that what's going to happen to me? Like it kind of scared us even more because here we're like new parents and have never done it before. <laughs> and they were telling us that the heat was just making everyone's waters break. But then they also were saying that so many people decided last minute they didn't want epidurals. So all those screams we heard were those women's like natural last births. push. Yeah. Natural birth with the baby coming out, but like it happened four times <laughs> on both sides of us. It was like one would go in, the next one, and I w- I mean, it was crazy. Well, what was weird is when we first got there, I asked if I could have a room by Nicole, and they were like, oh, we don't think that can happen. Um, you know, we're just jam packed. We'll see what happens when you get out of out of recovery. And it happened to be the room next door to Nicole was open. The they left. I mean, what are the odds? You can't make this stuff up. And this is like twin shit. Like I'm telling you, like people are always like, you know, they planned everything. No. When people are like, what's weird twin stuff you guys have done? This is one of them. Yeah. Right? I mean, I just couldn't believe it. But what was hard is, so we're next door to each other. So I was like, can I see my sister? Can I see my sister? And 
our nurse was like, no, you know, we just, there's such strict rules and all that. But she's like, maybe in the middle of the night, because there's not really anyone there, maybe we can get you guys to see each other. So we were like, okay. And sure enough, now I couldn't walk because when you have a C-section, you have the blood clot. Um, what are those called, Nicole? Warmer things on? Oh, yeah. Just to make sure, like. Keep your blood flowing. Yeah, after make surgery. Sure the yeah. Um, so Nicole, Artem, and Mateo came in. It had to be, what, midnight, Nicole? Yeah, it was like midnight or a little after. Yeah, or a little after. Here they come walking in. And like, I'm sitting in the bed and I have Buddy. But just to see my sister walk in with a baby, I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, that's Nicole and her baby. Like, it and tripped me he, out. It was crazy. He was, what, seven pounds and four ounces, 19 inches. Oh, so much smaller than Buddy. Yeah. But it was crazy than seeing Brie like laying on the hospital bed. What was weird was seeing Brie with a boy because I've seen her with Birdie for so long. So it was just so crazy to see my sister with a boy. Like I, I've been through the labor with her and the C-section, but I just could not stop looking at her holding this baby boy. And I couldn't stop looking at you just holding a baby. <laughs> so I feel like you still keep looking at me and can't believe that I'm holding a baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Brie, it's real. Yeah, I'm a mom. So Drink the, everyone. Right. So the, <laughs> honestly, so the picture you guys see in People Magazine is Nicole and I seeing each other's babies for the first time. And Nicole's holding Betty. I'm holding Mateo. And you see, I'm sitting in the hospital bed and Nicole's sitting on my bed with me. But um, that was the first time we saw each other's yeah. babies, which was such a special. Such a special moment. It Who was. took it? Was that Artem or Brian? Um, Brian took it. Oh, it, it was just, special because we didn't even know they were taking photos. No. So and, it was really cute. And, you know, it's cool because, you know, I really thought I was going to have my baby. And now we know it's Buddy. I thought I was going to have Buddy weeks before Nicole because they say sometimes second one comes quicker. And I just felt so much movement with my body. But it's weird because, and I know I said this in the article, but I feel like these boys are like spiritual twins. I feel yeah. like they both were upstairs in heaven, just like, you know what? Those two. And we're going to do something really cool down here. The way they came to us with Nicole and I both having surprises, I feel like the fact that they're both boys, the fact that they wanted to be born right around each other, they're so connected that I I really feel like there's just something special about these two little ones. The and I, Bella boys. The Bella boys. And I just can't wait to see what it is. And I don't want time to go fast by no means, not at all. But just that connection because I, I see how Nicole and I are and I'm like... I hope, you know, I think Buddy and Mateo are going to be yeah. the same. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Bree and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. 
And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be that chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions to help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. You know, Brian, we needed to say why we chose the names we did. Oh, we do. Especially because, because after yours got announced by people, I know you saw some comments that... Some. I saw a lot a of lot. comments. I was like, geez. By the way, Mate- Mateo was trending worldwide. My mom took a screenshot of it. I'm like, oh, I have to print that out because I'm making him a scrapbook, you know, to show him like, <laughs> baby, you trending worldwide when you got announced into this world. That's a big deal to Nicole. No, it's not. I just think it's <laughs> cute. <laughs> But say whatever. You, say why you named Mateo Mateo. So I, by the way, I'm so happy that I finally get to tell you guys all that it's his name's Mateo. I'm going to attempt to say his middle name. Um, so Mateo Artamovich Shigvintsev. Nicole, you so, need to learn how to say your kid's name. Well, I'm going to try. I mean, Artem does <laughs> teach me, but I forget. Well, it's not that I forget it. It's hard. So the middle name, Russian culture tradition, you take... The father's first name, so Artem. And if it's a boy, you add Ovich, so the O-V-I-C-H. So Artem is Vladimirovich because his dad's Vladimir. And so Artem really wanted to keep that tradition, and I definitely wanted to honor that. I think that's beautiful. And then Mateo. So I have this incredible trainer who I miss so much in L.A. His name is Greg Miley, and he owns Heart and & Hustle, and he's just such a kick-ass trainer. I was pregnant, And I was training with him. This was LA. This was before COVID and before I knew my gender. And I remember I'm on the treadmill warming up and he and I were talking. We always chit chat. And he was talking about his son. And he was just saying like, oh, my son, Mateo, you know, it's so cute because, and I think his son's three, maybe just maybe turn three. He's like, he gets knocked down and he gets back up and he's so fierce and strong. And he's just talking about his son. And it gave me like alligator chills, like how he was talking about him. And I, in my head was like, I think I'm having a boy. And if I have a boy, I'm naming him Mateo because of the alligator chills I got and just the sparkle and Greg's eye talking about his son. And it just felt meant to be. It right? felt meant to be. So I remember when I got home and I told Artem, I go, Artem, if we're having a boy, we're naming him Mateo. Like, I don't even want to make a list. Artem was just like, you know what? I actually love it. I'm good with that. So then when we knew we were having a boy, we were looking at the different ways you spell it. And 
this, I didn't realize the Spanish way is with one T and then the Italian way is with two. So I was like, oh, I'd love to do the Italian way just because my grandfather means so much to me and he was full-blooded Italian. So we did the Italian way with two T's. And then it was just so beautiful when we found out what Mateo means because the English version is Matthew and it's God's gift. And Artem and I just both were like, he is our gift. He's our gift right. from God. And even though Artem and I aren't married, we feel like it truly is a gift, you know, and it not being planned. And so that's how we came up with Mateo. Yeah. And how we came up with Buddy Desert Danielson. So his middle name's Desert. I know it's spelled dessert, but I'll get there. But it's <laughs> Buddy Desert Danielson. So Buddy is after Brian's dad. And if you've watched just, um, you know, on Total Divas and Total Bellas, um, you guys all know how much Brian's dad meant to him. They were best friends. I know. And he unfortunately died to a heart attack at a young age, 57 years old. So sad. And it was like a week after we got married. So gosh, what he's been passed away now six years. And it was really hard on Brian. But, you know, one thing Bud always wanted, Brian's dad was a grandson. And I think for them, like I joke, like, oh, you just want the Danielson name to carry on. And Brian will say that. But it does mean a lot. You know, he thinks of his dad, you know, as a Danielson and Brian, his only son. And so we both said, like, if we have a boy, we'll name him after his grandfather, Brian's dad, Buddy. So that's where he got his first name. And Bird calls him Bud Bud. It's a cute name. She's like, Bud Bud. It is so cute. How she says it. And she loves it because she's Berber and that's Bud Bud. So, and then his middle name. So my grandmother, um, Nana, who you guys always see, she's made appearances on the reality show, but she means the world to us. I mean, And her name is Alice Marie Desert. So her last name is Desert. It's French. So it's like Desert is kind of how you can say it in French, Mm -hmm. um, is what she told me why there's two S's. And we really wanted, you know, Bertie's middle name is Joe after my grandfather, which was her husband. So I really wanted something with my grandmother. And obviously he's a boy. We can't say Alice. We can't do Marie, all that. And I was like, ooh, what about her last name, her maiden name, Desert? And, you know, I have to say all her brothers, they were strong men. And they made strong grandboys too. Mm-hmm. Like some of my second cousins, I'm like, geez. You know, so I was like, oh, that's perfect, Desert. And my grandmother, I asked her, I go, did kids ever call your last name dessert? And she was like, no, we lived in a small town. Everyone kind of knew us as a desert. So just people knew. Um, But she's like, if you wanted to spell it desert so people don't call them dessert, do that. I was like, no, I want your last name. Yeah. So I was like, if people call them dessert, then they call them dessert. (laughs) But um, so that's where we got you know, his middle name. He kind of got hammered online. I was like, geez, people. People were like, you named your kid after a dog? I'm like my gosh, wait till you find out the reasons. You're going to all feel horrible. <laughs> so, And I just love the flow of Buddy and Mateo. I know. I agree. I It's just like those two boys, again, it was just like so meant to be. It was. It's just so cute. It really was. And, and Birdie's nickname, Mateo. So you guys have no yeah. idea because we've had to hide his name for so long that Birdie's always called him Teo. So we would be doing certain interviews, remember, Brie? And then oh, yeah. Birdie would be about to say Teo in Dodo's tummy. And we'd be like, we're trying to change yeah. it, or Brie would be like, Birdie, um, like, no, 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 yeah, no, don't no. say it. <laughs> and I, so many times I was like, no, like, oh my gosh, she's going to say Teo. But you guys have to hear her say Teo. It's the cutest. She's like, is Teo upset? Is yeah, Teo, always. Can I sing for Teo? Or she dance. Lo- or dance. She loves to sing and, sing dance, and dance for the boys. You guys, it's so cute. So it's funny. So, Nicole, actually, she got to come home first. So Birdie met Teo first. Yes. And 
You know, I have to say at first I didn't know how I'd feel with like cameras and different things. We've had, we have an incredible showrunner. Her name's Andrea and she's just been such a rock star and her and her partner, they've just, they've quarantined for us. They just have given their lives the past few months to us to make us feel safe. So they captured quite a bit. And I have to say, Birdie, how she saw Mateo, like ran up and goes, what a wonderful baby. And it was cute because even right before Birdie came over, my mom and Johnny and Brian, it was like so crazy. Artem and I walking in the house and just us looking around and Artem has Mateo in the car seat. I'm like, Artem, we're officially a family. Like that's crazy. This is our life now. And then I was like, oh, and then what do we do? <laughs> You're <laughs> the so scariest right. feeling, right? Oh my gosh. It's just like, oh my gosh. Like, so this like, is a what's 20... the schedule? What did the nurse say? Yeah. This is a 24 seven gig. Yeah. You, it's crazy because before we get into our first couple of weeks as moms, when we came home, I, you know, for anyone who has two kids, you're always wondering what your the reaction of the other kid will be because they're so used to being alone. And it was really cool to come home and just see Birdie embrace Buddy and just want to be this big sister and the way she kissed him. And she was so happy to see him. And I just saw it in her eyes. Like she had the sparkle. Oh my gosh. And yeah. It was like this glow. Like she just couldn't believe that this was her brother right. and she was very happy to have a brother. I was nervous because she did keep saying sister, but now you guys, she kisses him all the time. She wants to oh, hold him. Like it's she, so cute. So she is so in love with him. Like yeah. I, I feel blessed. Now there are definitely times she tells me off because she wants my attention. Like this morning I was holding Teo <laughs> and she really wanted my attention. I was like, well, Bird, you know, I'm working with Teo. Like, he's a little upset. Let mommy do this. Well, we were laughing because all of a sudden I see shoes, my shoes getting chucked across the room. And my mom and I were like looking and she was going to my closet and taking all my shoes out oh my and checking gosh, them. It's so awesome. Because she just wanted my attention, right? Yeah. And I was just, I was dying laughing. I'm like, those are the little things. Oh my gosh, you guys have to. I'm going to actually take a picture, Nicole. You got to post this. Um, when this is, you have to see this little snuggle bug right now. He, he is up he in Nicole's is my, neck yeah. right now. It is the cutest thing. By the thing. way, he is my little monkey. He's my snuggle. Infant snuggles baby. are the best. Yeah, it's the I best. Just, he it's always just wants all to be on me. Yeah. I know. In a little, like, Artem's always called me monkey bear. And now he realizes, and I've always been like, oh, monkey bear. You know, you put two animals together, right. but that's what he's always called me. But he goes, now I realize why monkey bear came natural. He goes, because now we have our little monkey. Oh, he is. And one. you're like the mom bear. And he goes, it's you're just, the, I have the mama two, monkey. Yeah, the mama monkey. He goes, I just have two little monkeys. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. Well, I feel like everyone knows how I am as a mom. They've heard me always every week be like, because I'm a mom. <laughs> but I think everyone's excited, Nicole. How was, how was your first month as a mother been? It's, and be like, you know, go. Totally. They, everyone I'll be, to hear it. Well, you guys know me. I mean, I never hold back. I'm always very honest. You know, before like I get into how the past month has been, I have to say like that first day or the 24 hours, it truly is incredible. I just remember smiling the whole time and then being so protective. I got a few comments from nurses like, oh, first time mom, because I just, you sometimes feel like they're so not aggressive with your baby, but it's just like, oh my gosh. But I get it. Like, we don't know, you know, how they need all their things. But I was just on such a high and I'm still on such a high. I just couldn't stop staring at Mateo in the hospital being like, I every second to Artemy probably got so sick of it. I was like, that's our baby boy. Oh my gosh. Just 
on Cloud9 and Artem's been. And I just say the past month overall has been so amazing. I'm someone who's used to lack of sleep. So lack of sleep, that's never affected me. Yeah, Nicole's um, the worst sleeper. I'm the worst sleeper. So they actually, the first three days home, Bree and Artem had to force me to nap because you guys, I wouldn't sleep like during the middle, uh, during the night from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. I would just stay awake and have... Mateo sleep on me. I mean, you guys, can you believe that? I was like, Nicole, no. I did it straight. I would take like naps when he would it kind of, but then I really wouldn't. Like Artem was so worried about me because I was on like two to three hours sleep every day. But I just was like, but what if he stops breathing or what if this, like, I just want to watch him sleep. So I did it for three days and then I finally got good about just swaddling him and putting him in his docketot. But overall, it's been amazing. Now, Mateo is a bit colicky. His tummy, just when it comes to gas and going to the bathroom, he gets really upset. And it's hard on me in the way of not frustration, because even my mom's like, you stay so calm. It's, I want to help him and I yeah. can't. It makes you as a mom feel like you're failing it does. because you're like, how can I not figure this out? I'm the mom. I should. And I have researched things. I've gone to, you know, a few doctors and everyone tells you like what you should do. And doctors, I mean like chiropractor, this person, this doula, and then our actual pediatrician. And, and so I do all the the steps and then he's still upset when it, it comes to the gas stuff. Right. And that's been tough. But overall, besides that, I've just been in heaven. And I do feel yeah. like you're going to see a different Nicole. Oh, yeah. Because I do get how your perspective changes, life changes. And can we just tell everyone that you actually thought about me and you felt bad how you treated me at times? I mean, I will admit I did. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, sorry, Brie. Sorry for those th- times that I pushed you really hard. I, it does make me feel bad because especially just because I feel like I'm going to be a mom who's going to get really bad separation anxiety when I do have to go do things without Mateo. And I think that's because we are in a pandemic. So we're I all forced to be inside all, all the forced time to be together. Inside together. And the thing is, is I had help and I ended up not having them because of COVID. I'm like, I would never forgive myself if my son got it or if I got it and Artem. So it's just been Artem and I doing it by ourselves. No help, just Artem and I. But can we just say, if you guys, any of you watch Total Bellas, when Nicole's like, you need a night nurse, you need um, this, this, this. Nicole, so now that we're (laughs) here. I would would never have a night nurse. Thank you. Did you guys remember the big argument on Total Bellas? Yeah, in the night with your baby. It's way too special. I told you, breastfeeding is the toughest freaking job in the world. Holy shit. It, nothing's tougher than breastfeeding, but it is very rewarding, even though my right nipple is yelling at me for saying that right now. But, um, <laughs> and it's just the latch. So, Mateo, he doesn't have a really big latch. So, I've done online classes for that. I'm like, gosh, this is a job. And by the way, Brie and I both have milk monsters. You so, guys, like, they eat all the time. They eat every two to three hours. I'm not even kidding you. There's sometimes he'll wake me up and I'm like, it's been an hour and a half. And he's like, yeah, I got a drink. So Birdie wasn't like this. Birdie went every three to four hours. It's like, I feel like I had to remind her to eat. I told Nicole, I go, this is even new for me because I look at Buddy and I'm like, is he really hungry again? Like (laughs) it confuses me. Yeah. And I'm like, no way. I'm like, Brian, I feel like my boobs are constantly leaking. Yeah, mine too. Nicole and I will look at each other and I swear we just put our boys down and we'll be 30 minutes and I go, Nicole, milk just rushed to my boobs. Yeah. Nicole goes, milk just rushed to my boobs. I go, Nicole, no, 
No. Because we literally will sit next to each other and breastfeed and just talk because I feel like that's all Brie and I do. <laughs> or Brie and I will text each other a lot through the night and we'll be like, you're feeding? Yep, you're feeding. We're like, that's all we do is Can we, we just get tell milked. all of you, Nicole and I know what trends in the middle of the night and it's yep. usually nothing going on in America. We literally will like go, hey, look at this or look yeah. at that. Like all through the night, her and I just text each other. Totally. That's like all we do. It's Which makes it actually nice and it fun. It does. So... The past month has overall been incredible. I've learned so much as a mom and there have been times that it's scary and overall it's just been so beautiful and I'm so lucky to have a healthy baby. But then, best news ever, it's made my life difficult, but amazing news, Artem got Dancing with the Stars. Yay! Which I have to say, so they announced the cast, right? And they had called and told him and he was, you know, upset that he didn't get it. And then all of a sudden they call him back and he got it. And you guys, Artem was crying. And I, I have to say... I feel like all of us were for yeah, him. Everyone at Dancing with the Stars and at ABC had been so supportive. And it had just been so amazing. So they were so happy when there was an extra spot for Artem and they wanted him to come back. And they've been pushing for Artem for a while. So... That made Artem feel so good. And then when he got the call, he felt so amazing. He was so emotional. He came running downstairs. I think actually I was nursing, of course. I was nursing Mateo. And he was so excited. And then I was like, oh, so when are you leaving? When is this? And he goes, I have to leave tomorrow. And I was like, what? Oh, I was was like, (laughs) We all were like, uh... (laughs) And, And he was like, is that okay? And I was like, oh my gosh. Because... Look, even in that moment, I was like, I got my Artem back. Like the man, Nicole, it was crazy. It was crazy. His voice, you guys change. He also had a pep in his step. Yeah, I mean the personality, the aura, the dark cloud went away. Yeah, the sadness it went away. And in that moment, I was like, oh my god, I got my man back. Like the man that I fell in love with, who had that sparkle to him, it came right back, and it made me stop. And I go, Artem, go. Don't worry, I'm going to figure it out, but I want you to go. So it's been almost two weeks without Artem, and I've been just a single mom doing it on my own. Um, I was at the house doing it all by myself, and it it was, I'm not going to lie, extremely tough. Um, I had a few breakdowns, and I cried, and then... Which is normal. Yeah. um, My listing to my house, so I don't know if some of you know, um, if you've been watching... TMZ or anything else, you will know that my house is for sale. And that caused a lot when that got... And it's not because Nicole and I are in a fight. No, which we'll get to. It caused a lot of drama. Not drama, but it put a lot of stress in our life because then we started to have people DMing us the listing, my exact address, all these things that weren't awesome. So a few days ago, I had to move in with Brie and Brian for safety reasons. Which, it's been more than a few days. Oh, yeah. It's been like a week. A week. Oh, yeah. A week now. Gosh, it's gone by fast. Which was really unfortunate because like I have my life in my home. It was going to be my last moments in my home with my son in his nursery. And for safety, we had to come in and I've been in Brie and Brian's guest room. And I'm just, you know, had to cram in all of Mateo and I's stuff. And it's hard to when you have a newborn because when they're upset, you know, it, it it's like... It stresses us out because I don't want to wake them up or I don't want to make them upset. And then they have a newborn and they have Birdie and they have the dogs and they have their life going on. And anyways, I'm on my way to L.A. And so with Artem back working and with COVID, we just were kind of like, why are we traveling back and forth between homes? It's not safe. So work is L.A. We're headed 
back to LA and I actually get to be with my love this week. So we will be back together again as a yeah. family. And I'll miss so I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you so much. It's I have to say be Brie weird. and Brian have been incredible. Yeah. It's going to be weird without you, but yeah. I do think mm-hmm. it's going to be really nice for not only you to have your breaks, even though mm-hmm. Brian's been really great with Nicole giving her breaks and I have two. Yeah. But also, Brian has been a rock star. A rock star. I mean, he. It's like he has twins. Twins. Not only no, is he no married joke. to twins, it's like he had twins. Had boys. twin boys. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's good for Teo to get back to his dad. And that's what I realized was like, I literally just built my dream home. Like, I mean, I was a part of it down to the fixtures and the tiling, and I'm going to miss this home so much. Like. I put in the most kick-ass wine cellar, like to escape into Paris. We haven't even enjoyed it. I know we need to have a drink in there tonight. Um, There's just so much in my home I haven't enjoyed because of being pregnant and COVID. Like I haven't even gotten to throw a huge ass party at my house yet. So I was super bummed. But the one thing is, is my son's first, and the one thing I've realized is not only does my son need his father every day, but Artem needs him, and Artem misses him, and so. You all should be proud because it was a very selfless act that I did. And I was like, you know, they're first. And if them being first means that I have to sell my home and we just live in L.A., then that's what we'll do. Yeah, and you know what? Your your family does come first. We're gonna, We're really sad. And, you know, I'm going to miss you tons because Nicole and I... This whole pregnancy, it's been us two because you guys know the men were never allowed to go to the doctor's appointments. So her and I have just gone to all of our appointments together. We've done everything together like we did when we were little girls. And I guess really our whole careers. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so it's it's going to be weird to separate. But I think, you know. And I think it'll just be we for a find, short time. We always find short, our way back to each other. We always find our way back to each other. To be honest, will. she's going to be leaving tomorrow. And I guarantee you a week later, we're going to figure out a way for us to be back together next oh, yeah. door. We always do that. We always do because we miss each other. So it's been quite a month of just, you know. Figuring out mommy life. Um, for me, I've been lucky to have a boy calmer than Bird. So I've I had mean, it. We call him Sloth Baby. Yeah. He, so I've been, I've had it easier. So I've been lucky. And then having Brian here. And you know what you're doing too, and don't I, you think? Yes. The one thing is, is like, I mean, I watch you and mom, I'm like, you make it look like it's nothing. Yeah. And it's totally, I wasn't like that with Birdie. I yeah. cried so much with Bird because like I felt like the failing mom. Oh, wait. I have to say one thing before I forget. You guys, I cry so much, not out of frustration or whatever, out of happiness. Like when I first came home, I would cry a lot and be like, I just love my family. I love my son. Like I'm not that person at all. And I couldn't believe how much I was crying happy tears, like bawling crying happy tears. So I've cried. I cried a lot. And you really do your first two weeks, right? Because your hormones. (laughs) But you know what mine was? And I told Brian, I go, this is a little embarrassing. But I would cry. I couldn't really sing to Buddy. Like I would start to sing and I would start bawling my eyes out because I was like, I used to sing these songs to Birdie and Birdie's no longer a baby. But because Brian, so so Brian's sleeping (laughs) in the guest room because he's on Birdie's schedule. And then Buddy and I are in the master bedroom. So I'm on this schedule. So Birdie has one parent that has all the energy and like can give her all the full attention. And Brian and I shift like we'll switch so I can make sure to do bedtime routine and be with her during the day. Like, so we have fun times, but I don't get to sing to her anymore Mm. because then I'm, 
I, you know, we shower together and then I have to kind of hand her off to Brian so that I could breastfeed Buddy. And then Brian gets to do the singing and the reading, but I was doing that. So now my singing is yeah. now directed towards Buddy. But you guys, the first two weeks, I could barely sing a note. And you know how much I love to sing, even though my kids probably think it's awful. I'd start bawling crying. So I go to Brian one day and I go, I can't sing to Buddy and it's not fair to Bird or him. You need to sing to him. Brian's like, okay, what song do you want me to sing? (laughs) And I go, something. And so, but now like all we do in your house is sing. Yeah. But now, now I sing to Buddy during the night and I don't cry anymore. But uh, my first two weeks I couldn't sing. Oh my gosh. Isn't that weird? You just don't know what, no, but what's going to happen. I, I actually could get that. There were times I got emotional about Birdie. When I came home from the hospital, you guys, Birdie put up the biggest sign on my door that said, welcome home, Teo. And in the middle of the night um, when I was changing his diaper and breastfeeding, I walked by it. And I was just thinking to Bird how much her world got rocked. And I started crying like, oh, Birdie. Well, when she was trying to get A's attention and he oh. was with... Mateo, you guys, Birdie's that was the face. most heartbreaking one because Artem was holding Mateo and I think Mateo maybe was getting upset or he I was. don't know. And Birdie was trying like, A, A. And I mean, we all know A is her BFF. Right. Oh my, her face. And he was like, sorry, Bird, I, I'm busy with Mateo because he was a little flustered because Mateo was, was upset. Birdie, I just saw her like, don't. Ju- like it just, her face dropped and I was like, gosh, she's getting it from every end, which we knew was going to happen, but yeah. we've still all like put in a lot of effort to make sure it hasn't been that rocked. But She's wow. team Dodo again, which I love. She is team Dodo again. But you guys, that's been our month. I know we've yeah. had I so much like to we tell could you talk guys. so much more, but we shouldn't because it's been a lot. And we only get one glass of wine because you know breastfeeding. So, um, and Brie the might wine be a little is stricter empty. in that department. Just kidding. It's <laughs> because she has someone lurking. I have, yeah. Little someone lurking. Brian eyes staring. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's so funny. Artem, though, is kind of the same. He's really strict with my diet. By the way, I mean, there you go, too, with breastfeeding. I'm on no gluten, no dairy, no, no dairy. almond milk, no now, spicy. I just realized that I'm probably going to have to take chocolate out because I think chocolate's been making him a little gassy. Yeah. No so chocolate. Like, now my chocolate that, goes. Yeah. Just the life of a of a breastfeeding mom. Honestly, I'm like, better lose some serious weight after yeah. this. You're like, where's my handcuffs? Because it's what I felt. But <laughs> it's still the most rewarding thing. But thank you guys for being patient with us. Now we're back. The Bellas are back. The and Bellas are back. We'll keep you updated every week with everything going on. Actually, next week, if the infants allow us and time you know, doesn't slip through, Artem and Brian want to kind of yes. come on and talk to you guys. We have so. to hear from the daddy's perspective. And then you know we're going to be starting some new segments for Dancing with the Stars. So you all better get ready to watch with us every Monday night because we definitely got to be talking about that every week oh, yes. soon. And we're going to be venturing more into some great wine selections, champagne selections, and some fun drinks. Oh, yeah. It's time to get drunk again. Oh, yes, yes. it is, girl. <laughs> and so um, we love you all. And yes, Bellas are back. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes. Thank you, Bella Army, so much for being patient and just so excited to finally share with you all my labor story and everything about being a new mom. Yes. And we can't wait to share more with you guys. Honestly. (laughs) And make sure to keep tweeting us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's podcast. And call 833-Q-Bella's to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bella's. Please show us some love by rating the show, leaving a review and hitting subscribe. 
And we have an Instagram dedicated to the Ballast Podcast, so please make sure to follow us at the Ballast Podcast. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you'll always go bream out if you drink along with us. <laughs> See you next Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.